All right, fellow compatriots, what happened? To be fair, I am not a rogue. Yeah, but you're still shit hiding. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, so we met Arcadius and then into the me and Salem went down the elevator and Arcadius and Pyrrha went bungee jumping. <laughs> Hell, one of us did. <laughs> Base jumping. We didn't have bungee cords. There was no cords. There were no cords. At least not till the end when Pyrrha was like, and... I can't squeeze through this gap. Yeah, that was kind of a spanner in the works, but... We got there in the end. I am um... not small. We got there. We got there. Uh... We got there. I honestly thought when we got to that bit that we were just going to pick at the wall and just move through. Yeah, I thought we were going to smash through like the corner. Yeah, yeah. But then Zane's like, there's another entrance. And we're like, ah, oh, that'll do. Ah, oh, okay. Well, it's technically a good thing you didn't because you went wrong one way round, defeated an enemy. We went the other way round. It was an improv pinster attack. It was like yeah. a Cerberus or like a baby. It wasn't a fully, it was like yeah. a puppy. No. Yeah, it was a puppy Cerberus. We, we stabbed a puppy. A pup Herberus. Yeah. But just technically the boss fight? Yeah, technically. T- it was a yeah. half party boss fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> just went straight to the boss. I did <laughs> like shit and you guys rolled great. Yeah, Pierre and Acadius were like, yeah, easy, easy clap. Fucking light work. This shit right now. Easy clap. <laughs> Easy clap. <laughs> There's a ball. A big ass ball. Oh yeah, the ball. Yeah, yeah. We spoke to the fire, which was kind of weird. Um the, the forge. There was the forge master inside the actual pot, cult cauldron, the actual like I put pot. <laughs> yep. Whatever you put molten metal in nowadays. Urn. <laughs> and who nearly died? <laughs> Arcadius nearly died. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so, I think it was Pyrrha said to stuff it. Yeah, yeah. I think Pyrrha said to stuff it with shit, and Arcadius was like, "K." Yeah. Went to went to the armory and picked up a bunch of stuff, and then hmm. everyone was like, "We'll we'll all take you know big steps back away from the room before it explodes." And Katie's like, "Ah, it'll be fine." <laughs> it was, and just before it exploded, Thal was like, "No," and <laughs> pulled him into the corridor. No, Thal, the real MVP. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I am now voice of reason. So I was just turning into group mums. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Pierre is on like this. Like Thal's the only one who actually gives a shit about anyone. Cadius <laughs> will get that. Like right now, Pierre has got r- good rapport because he gave Cadius uh, a big spiky thing, and um, and they killed a they killed a scary monster together. You know, so bonds are forming. You mean a trident? Yeah, I tried it. That's exactly what I meant. But it's a big spiky big thing. Spiky. <laughs> big spiky thing. Big spiky. Right. Yep, that, gonna... that sums it up. Yeah, there you go. Easy recap. You're welcome, viewers. 
listeners. Was it we're looking at a giant fire snake? Yes. It's a giant fire snake with boobs. I think we all... A giant sexy fire snake. I think we all said we'd smash at the end of last session. Yeah, pretty sure we did. Smash. Yeah. Smash or pass cauldron fire snake. Easy smash. So let us know. We should do that with the entire bestiary. <laughs> you mean the waifu catalog? Yeah, the waifu catalog. <laughs> let us know on our Twitter if you'd smash a giant fire snake. All right. You'd better. <laughs> you'd better. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, 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 the poll question there thing is just one answer and it's smash. <laughs> there is no pass option. <laughs> <laughs> They don't even know what she looks like. Only we can see what she looks like. We don't I think... think our description of big, sexy fire snake is all they need. Fair. Done. <laughs> all right. So, yep, as we left off, after the room has cleared from all the very deadly frost, emerging from the fire is a salamander that seems to be powerful enough to manifest a slightly humanoid form in our top half. Oh, oh goodness, thank you so much. Uh, it was Thal, was it? I don't believe I've heard your name. Uh, Thal indeed, my friend. And uh, Thal looks back at the, like, the settling frost and says, like, uh, You're very welcome. That looks very chilly. Yes, um, not very good with the cold. Um, uh, it looks like your other feline companion has made their way into the room. Sh shall we? We shall. And Fowl will saunter in. Same and with the case. Behold the Forgemaster. <laughs> oh, so refreshing being out of that lava pit for so long. <sighs> How long is so long? Uh, I honestly did not keep track of time, young one, but it was at least a century. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious me. I, I have a feeling you'll get along with Salem here, being as you are at least a century year old. The cat is a century year old. Yes, we, we discussed this when you bungled into this place. Don't you remember? Right, sorry. There was a lot happened since a uh, very brief meeting. Uh, right, of course. Val, remind me to get him a therapist when we get out of here. Oh, I think we shall all need one by the end of this trip. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, regardless, I thank you all for helping me out of this bind. Now, do any of you know where my contract is? Acadius just looks to the other two like, What contract, man? <laughs> I just wanted in. <laughs> uh, Pierre will sneak up from behind and just like thrust out the contract that she picked up from the Cerberus. Ah. Uh. Wonderful. Would you so kindly hand it here? It's yours for taking. Gratitude. And as she takes it, she holds it in her hand for a moment, looks at it with absolute disdain, 
and you all watch as it just dissipates into ash in her hand. Makes sense, makes sense. Free at last. Let me get... Did contract for you. Sorry? Who did contract? Vulcan, that irritable god. Kira turns around to look at Kyra and just raise an eyebrow. <laughs> she kind of just shrugs and raises both her hands like, what am I supposed to do? Why did Vulcan keep you here? To run the forge, of course. Who else could control all of this pure magma? Was it he that kept you in the pot? No, no. That was... Ugh, he's just... Disgusting creatures. Right. Did did we not have something to present to the Forge Master for repair? Hades once again looks to the rest of the group like, hey. I believe our Pyrrha would like a new weapon of sorts or an upgrade. Uh, let's see, we have a hammer and a horn and... Indeed. I'm quite suited with this and... So... He'll flip his dagger in his hand and drop it and be like, oh, I'll get used to it at some point. So you all are after the forge's capabilities itself, it seems. Pira puts her hands in her pockets. Yes, but we were supposed to clear out forge so that your friend Vulcan can come down and work his magic. Ah, well, as much as I detest that little man... I do suppose I owe you all some gratitude. You may have my services for the next year, but after that, I will go home. Quite generous indeed. And where is home? The Plane of Fire, of course. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> ah, you have no idea. It sounds now hot. Then. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go relight the forge. As she rises up to her full height and slithers out towards Thal in a cave's direction. He's going to take a step back to make room for this. <laughs> Very large, lovely lady. Who's probably dripping magma. Yeah, he's just like, oh, she is too hot to handle. <laughs> as a quite large magma trail follows her as she's still dripping from her very extended bath. So looking at her, is she like a Lamia? Like just body of snake? So that's the form she seems to have, but you can tell that she's not a Lamia and is pure salamander it's just she's that like ancient that she's able to control her appearance is she like just wiggling like a worm she is still around like a um snake would but with the upper body of like a centaur sort of thing right i'm just imagining her going wiggle 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 <laughs> no she's doing she's doing the actual worm she's going up and down Excuse me, I'm going to go relight the forge. Nope. Nope. Very undignified. 
wiggle, 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 wiggle. I'm a, I'm a hot little, little snake. Oh my god. <laughs> Not that video, no. <laughs> Cursed. And, and a minute later, um, does it everyone? No. Just Thal and Pira. Of course. Of course. You begin to hear the whirring of gears starting to power up and the flow of magma rushing through the walls. We should probably move. Yeah. Well, I have a tendency to agree. Quick, Arcadius! I thought we, your uh, Pira wanted to get uh, an upgrade now or something. Arcadius, follow the kitty! I don't want to be soaked in lava! I'm, I'm following! Ah! And he starts running! <laughs> a long way around. Just as Arcadius makes it out of the room, <sighs> a kind of like lava plume comes up from the cauldron that the salamander was in. Wait, little kitty went the other way? Oh, he's... <laughs> yeah, Katie's went the long way. Katie's <laughs> a- a- followed the rest of the group, and then he turns around and is like, Wait, where did the little one go? He went that way, dear. Final <laughs> point. I'll look at the giant plume of lava and just turn to Pyrrha and just be like, I suppose that's quite like a bubble bath for you. Don't want to find out. <laughs> no, I suppose not. I clean myself. Arcadius kind of looks over his shoulder and just once again just goes, and then looks to Thal and says, You are a very interesting lot, aren't you? What of it? Nothing, just an observation. Good for you, you have eyes. I'd rather be interesting than boring and (laughs) poke his head in. Is it safe to come back in or is there like lava like spluttering or? After the initial plume where lava kind of splattered a little bit all over the room, it kind of disappears as it's kind of solidified, not being in contact with the rest of its body. Hmm. As the Salamano slid this back in. Yes, it is quite safe. Ah, good. Uh, DM? Yes? So, whilst uh, that, you know, huge wave of love powers everything, just wondering, uh, noting that Salem had the gift from our dearly departed Minnow, am I noticing any um, sort of subsidence in its magical power or anything since we lost Minnow? Um, it's still got its power for now, but it's definitely much, much less magical seeming right now. So I've noticed a change in Waver. It's you notice it is changing. Oh no, because I wanted to ask the Forge Master for armor, but I'm gonna have to ask about magic. Uh... <laughs> Uh, they're gonna pad back up. Uh, I'm just gonna look at the lava. Is it still like hot? No. So it's there's little like spatters where it's like little dark little rocks that have formed because of the hardening magma, but they're very easily spotable and very easily avoided. Okay. Cool. 
Pardon me, Forge Master. But, um. Yes. We say your services, but, um. What do you. What do you make? If I may ask, of your craft. I don't make anything, my dear feline friend. I simply keep the forge operating. Right. Depo. Gonna need a bl- She's not a blacksmith. Well, <laughs> that's my question. Anyone else? Acadius shakes his head. Just bathing in the warmth. Like, ah, I can feel my skin opening up. <laughs> Roast turtle friends, let's go! <laughs> turtle soup. Turtle soup? <laughs> Master Shredder be so happy right now. <laughs> this is an Elden Ring. <laughs> Kyra kind of waltzes in behind everyone else, looks over to the Forge Keeper. So, uh, I guess that means we have to make our own stuff, hey? Why, you are most astute, young, looks over, seemingly noticing Kyra for the first time. You, you are kin to that dwarven god. Yeah, he's uncle. Well, at least you seem better than him. If I may pose a question, Forge Master. Hmm? If you find this god so irritable, um, why sign a contract? Um, it was more of a forced servitude. They summoned me, they bound me in the Ah. circle of summoning, and would not release me unless I signed said contract. Oh. I found it preferable to being stuck there for eternity rather than only serving for 500 years. Wouldn't you say? Oh. 500 years is a a long time. This is quite the injustice. I'm I'm rather mad. I suppose it would seem that way to one as short-lived as you, but... But to be captured and bound to servitude, no, that is... Hmm. No, that is unjust. I agree. I shall not stand by it. I will have some strong words. You gonna speak to the manager? <laughs> if there was I... a manager of the gods, I would speak to them so fast. Thal <laughs> pulls out a short bob wig and chucks it on and pulls out a phone <laughs> and a fake leather case. <laughs> fake leather. <laughs> and a coffee. Put me on Thylea book. I don't yeah. care, film me. You are quite amusing. Still, <laughs> mm-hmm. I suppose it's not the best idea to challenge a god, but I shall at least speak my mind in the hopes of not suffering some kind of godly wrath. Thal, uh, speaking as an expert in dealing with otherworldly patrons and indentured servitude, good luck. Uh, uh, thank you. Just looks you with like this smile of you're gonna regret this. <laughs> totally read your look, but he's he's still he's he's like he looks very torn right now. He's like, oh god. <laughs> How do you feel about hairballs? Uh, uh, I uh, <laughs> looks at himself and he's like, hair. <laughs> Describe to me this hairball. She says. <laughs> right. Um. So, um, 
Clara, darling, do you have any blacksmith skills? Because um, Salem looks at himself. I lack at least the thumbs. Oh, heavens no. Have you seen my arms? She kind of just does a quick little flex of her bicep. Nothing really changes. It just looks, it just is a flat line. <laughs> we saw you lift an entire centaur. Acadius looks back and is just like, uh, a centaur? That is that. On, sorry. And this is this. But if you're after a blacksmith, why don't you spring Vulcan here? Isn't that what he wanted anyway? That's the goal. We're trying to get Vulcan down here. So now we have to go back and get Vulcan so we can actually get shit done. See, see? She knows what she's on about. Right. Last question. Uh, Forge Master, what's down these stairs yonder to the south? Well, I do believe it's... At least used to be some form of dock. Okay, so possibly a quick way out. Uh, does it uh, lead back to the capital? As far as I'm aware, it simply leads to the Arklon River. You know, the waterfall? Where we came in. Yes, yes. I'm guessing we're at the top of it. Not quite. We fell down a hole. Oh, yes, so... Uh, well, right. there's only one way to find out. Don't say that. Arcadius will jump off the bloody waterfall. I can if you need me to, but I won't. You kind of see her look at you weirdly just as you turn to leave. <clears throat> so the stone dock extends behind the thundering waterfall. The room is filled with rotting sacks, barrels, and boxes. There is an ornate bronze lever on the far side of the room. And no, as far as you can see, so there are no boats docked at the dock. Oh, hang on a minute. Um, I'm just going to... Arcadius, could you move back up the stairs? Um, I'm sure you'd appreciate living a little longer. Uh, very much so, yes. And he takes a step back. Excellent. Um, Salem uh, pulls out a little bit of the old magic and he's going to mage hand and use may hand to pull the lever. Yep. Pull the lever, crunk. Wrong lever. No, just <laughs> Could you imagine? Arcadius dies. <laughs> so everyone hears a loud grinding of stone as slowly the waterfall seems to part, allowing access out onto the lake and into the river proper. Well, I found the way out. Ish. Inventive. Hmm. Not a boat in sight. Hmm. Well, I don't suppose we can go this way. Perhaps we need the boat we saw in Dream. Yes. You all dreamt about a boat? Unfortunately. <laughs> no. Then have I dreamt about a boat? <laughs> <laughs> no, this happened before you joined. Okay, cool. Fantastic. Uh, no. I don't dream about boats, no. Didn't realize everyone here was such boat habits. Eight boats. Well, I guess it's... Back up the elevator. Or the giant hole. Yep. Well, no, yes, the two of you didn't die, so I suppose the elevator makes sense. Uh, don't forget the magic word. <laughs> I was popping that just oh, just just stroll past. There were no boats. Salem by now should have memorized the word for dragon and dwarfish. <laughs> yes, that's the only word he knows whenever he speaks to a dwarf. Dragon. Where? <laughs> Where? <laughs> 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 Kyra Uppies. Kyra Uppies. <laughs> well, I suppose you are fluffy. Ha <laughs> Cuddles for Kitty. 
Salem purrs. Do not ask me to purr. I cannot purr. So the elevator goes up without a hitch. That was oh, strange sense of vertigo. Fell looks around at all the um, <laughs> the uh, the signs of a much bigger creature and uh, just says on the way out, you know, we, we never did find the very big thing that uh, it, it killed the, the big thing. Haven't you heard the phrase, curiosity kills the turtle? I have not. Or the, or the Medusa, at least. Oh, Minervay. Was that the name of your friend? Yes, well, always check for traps. Yes, we learned that early on in training. Alright, so as everyone exits, they exit to find that it is quite late in the afternoon. The sun's still in the sky, but not for much longer. How much time did we spend underground? Like a day, half a day? All in all, probably about half a day. Okay, cool. Oh, okay, he's got heaps of time on patrol left. Easy, no stress. He's got time to make it back to town. Um, perhaps we should, um, make camp in the cave. There was an established fire pit already. I concur. There's nothing wrong with resting for the evening. Um, I just have an issue with the locale of where. I don't really want to camp out next to a roasting centaur's fire pit and god knows what else they roasted there. A, a good point. <laughs> I'd much prefer to be able to see the sky. Guess we'll uh, camp by the river. Down by the river. <gasps> yes, we must kill the nutmaster. Uh, oh, this would be where I left Puppet just sort of sitting outside. <laughs> It's just been yes. just sitting in a bush. <laughs> oh, is this your human amigo thing? Is that a certain character? So yeah, you just see a human just come like in, in the exact same suit that Salem's would come walking out of the bush, and Salem just sort of leaps up into this human's arms. But you didn't see him on the way in. Yeah, Arcadius, meet Puppet. Puppet Arcadius. Uh yes, this was the peculiar fellow that I met on the way down didn't really want to speak to me. No, he doesn't talk to anyone. He doesn't talk. I see. How... But is this your... I don't mean to sound rude. Your owner, perhaps? Technically, no. This is an accursed piece of trash that my demonic patron seems to enjoy teasing me with. You see, Arcadius... This is what I used to be. Ugly. Thank you, Pyrrha. God knows what we'd do without you. Arcadius is just like, the cl the clogs are turning in his head, and he's like, that that is what you... And he starts to piece things together, demonic. You're a cursed cat. Eh, uh, more like the loser of a bad bet. Ah, that is... And he looks to this, like, human figure and just goes, Unfortunate. Yeah. Do you have uh, intents on returning back to your said form? Oh, no. I love being able to cough up huge balls of my own hair. It is fantastic. It's amazing. Of course. I'm just going to quickly roll <laughs> to see if he gets your sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> He just, he gives you a very deadpan look, and it's just like, uh, yes, well, 
Is there a reason it must follow you around? It's very off-putting, I won't lie. To remind me of what I used to be. It's a, it's a form of punishment, you see. Um, the fiend from which I um, bargained with finds it funny to torment me for eternity. Yes, he sounds like a bit of an ass. Well, one doesn't become a fiend in the underworld without having certain qualifications. I would suspect so, yes. Um, and, uh, taking a moment to see that we're all about to rest, he kind of sits down and is just like, well, it seems like we have some time. Care to tell me your tale? You said you lost a bet. What was the wager? I was in love with this gorgeous, well-to-do woman. We met at the country club, you see. That's, that's where rich people go. Um, anyway, the thing was... As the courting went on, she fell for another, and, well, <laughs> that didn't sit well at all. No, 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 no. He was um, a lesser peasant, you know, a minor merchant family. Hadeus' eyes narrow. <laughs> Salem's not even looking at you. So, so... Yeah, no, it's fine. What happened was, this fiend saw my jealousy, and he goes, he tells me, I will give you ultimate power to win her affection, and if you succeed, you may keep them free of charge. However, if you lose, you're mine to do with it as I please. Of course, already having sunk quite a few fortified wines already, I was like, this is a sure thing. So I took the deal. I had challenged the man to a duel in order to show off my supreme power before her. I killed him. Sure as the light of day comes each morning. But of course, she saw me for what I had become. A horrific monster and murderer. So, naturally, she did not fall in love with me. And I spent the night drowning my sorrows with wine and women, as a young gentleman does. It was in an alley where I spied a loathsome alley cat, throwing my bottle at it, hitting the cat as it scampered away. Then the fiend came. As he laughed, I became the cat, and the cat became me. And thus, my torment began. Of course, this was over a hundred years ago, so no traces of my family remain. And there was a short period of time there, I think about year 70 to 90. I can't be sure because I actually thought I was a cat. Got a little weird. That is quite a tale. Yes. Unfortunately, I had the pull of fate to arrive here as a last final chance to rid myself of this cursed deal and return to the form you see behind me. So, yes. Well, as surprising as it is to see someone who walks beside their true form as a cat, um, it does just sound like you received your just desserts, as it were. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit it. After a hundred years, one does recognize one's faults. At that, uh, Acadius nods his head and just goes, Well, that is better than most nobles I've met. So, Acadius, 
how did you get here? You said you're on patrol, but it's just you. Yes, I was coming back, actually. I was uh, sent on one last patrol before I was to return. Um, my, I sent my squad ahead after me. And as I was wandering back, I heard commotion. I saw you looking at the human and wandered down to where I bumped in the re- into the rest of you. Did you point him the way, Puppet? Good boy. Arcadius doesn't say anything or acknowledge the fact that Puppet did nothing at all. <laughs> so you're on patrol and you just stumbled across us. How humble of you. Would be unbecoming of vice captain of a patrol squad to just leave potential threats unseen. Uh, vice captain... And yet it seems that you bear the stench of our misfortune as well, of being one of the chosen few, according to Miss Kyra. Uh, at that, Arcadius looks to this person. She twinkles her fingers at you. I'm not sure what that means. It means you are stuck with us. Well, he hasn't signed a contract, as far as I'm aware. Would you like to sign a contract? Uh, <laughs> you want to sign a contract? <laughs> just, just do what we did and breeze past the terms and conditions and go straight to the bottom. We are calling you about your extended warranty. Well, I, <laughs> from what the snake woman said, sorry, the forge master said, it seems like signing contracts probably isn't the smartest of moves, at least from what I've seen. So wait, have you all signed contracts with something? Who are you people? Well, if we're going to put it into basic terms, you know my name, I am Fal, I am a turtle, and I find myself a wayward traveller. And upon my travels did I find a god, and three, now unfortunately two, uh, very individuals. That is the most diplic way, diplomatic way I've ever heard that put. Very individuals. <laughs> <laughs> I will be using that in the corporate environment. <laughs> Very individual. Um, and you're all traveling together with a common purpose, which would be... To rid this land of the darkness that has plagued it since time immemorial. In the last couple hundred years, really. For most people, it's time immemorial. <laughs> Despite uh, these lands being all I've ever known, I too can understand what it might seem like as a bit of an outsider on foreign planes. He looks to Pyrrha and just goes, And what are, uh, of yourself, fierce warrior? Is currently curled up like how lions do, just like curled up on her stomach. A bit away from the fire, but you can see, like, with her with her claw, she's trying to control flame from a distance to, like, try and make it bigger and smaller. Like she's doing in her picture? Yeah. Ah, that's cool. She's like, burp, 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 burp. I am from the Greta Steps, and I'm from the Emberclaw Pride. That is all you need to know. Uh, just nods and just goes, very well. Well, was your common purpose, I suppose, aligns very similar to my own. And then he takes out his 
trident starts kind of stoking the little campfire we got going. Um, and he's just like, I wish to bring back the dragon lords. So I suppose in that sense, our ambitions are both quite large. <laughs> As he just pokes the fire kind of timidly. Well, I suppose we should all get some rest for tonight. You've all had quite the trying day. <laughs> Does that mean you'll be taking watch? Yes, I will for tonight. Acadia stands up and is like, I, I'm happy to take watch if you'd like. Go to sleep. <laughs> he looks at this person and is just like, very well. Shrugs his shoulders and sits back down. <laughs> Schooled. As she said that, you kind of power that isn't usually there kind of just enters her eyes for a little bit. Okay. Just for a brief moment as she says it and then disappears like it was never there. Cadius doesn't really know this person, so probably doesn't think too much of it. <laughs> he's he's encountered a bunch of strange people, so twinkly eye magic probably isn't going to face him too much. <laughs> he's had a very peculiar day. Sounds get stretched slow. Bell says his good nights and retreats into his shell. Seeing that Cadius is going to be like, that must be quite good handy having your home upon your back all you get in response is <laughs> <laughs> very well love that place right all right as everyone drifts off into sleepy land i am going to quickly and briefly kick everyone out as i have something to do with pira wonderful pira well <laughs> well as you dripped off into a sleep land oh shit it you don't, your dreams that you normally have don't come to you. Instead, you find yourself upon the plains of the Great Steps. The sky is not normal, it's quite peculiar. Imagine the purple sky from the Black Panther dream sequence sort of thing. And as you're standing there, looking over the plains, you hear this voice kind of reverberate around you. Child. You are unlike the other heroes of your group, and this is for the best. I am Thylia, the will of the land you call home. I am aware of your distrust and dislike for the gods, and offer you another solution. Myself. I am not like the others, who only embody certain traits and intangible things. I am a manifestation of the land itself. So, dedicate yourself to me, and I shall help you wrest the land from their dominion. Forcefully, or otherwise, whatever your decision, I shall abide by it. And it kind of, the voice kind of echoes for a bit at the end there, as it fades away and the Dreamscape also fades away, leaving you back to your sleep for but a moment as you're sort of shaken awake. His eyes snap open. Ara looks over to you. Oh, shit. Hmm? What is it, Pira? <clears throat> Pira, like, um, does that... You know how, like, cats stretch? <laughs> she does that and um, shakes her head. Uh, I got the visiting brain. Oh, really? Do tell. Do you really want to hear it? You might not like it. I mean, only if you want to tell. I am here to help you, after all. I find it funny. 
as to what your definition of help is. Well, there's not a whole lot I can do at the moment. I, I do understand where you're coming from, but I am doing my best, I promise. The goddess Thalia spoke to me in brain. Oh. Do you know her? I know of her. She's of a different breed to us five, and even different to the Titans themselves. And she is different because she does not embody certain traits because she is land. That would make sense. And if I dedicate myself to her, the rest of the land will be in Dominion. Well, I suppose that isn't the worst idea out there. No, but use your and Pure like um gives a grimace of a smile. No, but I have grudge against higher beings. Does that include me, dearest? Pure blushes. And she's curled all the way in the corner back here. Kara kind of giggles. <laughs> I do not trust gods or anything of a higher power that is immortal. After what happened to my pride, I no risk it. After all this slaughter and distraction and pain that has been caused on my pride by one titan, I cannot trust anyone, not even them. And uh, she points over to Thal, Arcadius, and Salem. I, I do see where you are coming from. And I do sympathize quite a lot with you. It is painful to lose anything that you care about. I know that. But these three, they they don't deserve that. I know I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you to tell you how to f think, how to feel. I just I just want you to know that they me included in this, do just genuinely want to help you, however long it, it takes for you to trust us. Pierre's eyes immediately lock onto the sleeping form of Salem and she just growls under her breath. Everyone makes mistakes, Pira. That mistake costed lives of an innocent teenage girl. Yes, it did. Don't forget the fact that the mere fact that you all went there saved countless more lives from being lost. Question how many lives of those were innocent. Well, I mean, they were all kids being taken, if that has any bearing. Or like, curls in on herself, but not in a way to go back to sleep. It's more of like a defensive curl. And she just mutters, I'm very scared about the future, and I don't know what to do. And now that I have you, God, in front of me, another God in brain, there is a lot of thoughts and a lot of things I need to work out. And on edge, I am on edge trying to figure all this out without the support of my loved family. You take the time you need 
And for now, just allow me to help you sleep. So Kyra walks over to Pira, sits down softly beside her, pulls out her lyre, and starts to strum a soft, not lullaby, but just a soft song that somehow makes you reminisce about the plains. Alright, Pira curls up against Kyra, and Kyra just feels Pira is just warm. And she'll uh, she'll fall asleep, but she's purring. As Kyra softly hums along to her tune. listening to the D&D Apocalypse Tour, home of your favourite band of misfits. My name is Dom and I'm your outro host for this session. I hope you've enjoyed today's adventure. I know we all did as we usually do. I would also like to thank Hitokiri Chibi. You can follow her art streams at twitch.tv slash Hitokiri Chibi. She's a full-time commission artist with over three years of experience and she does all the artwork for us here at the Apocalypse Tour. So drop in, Tell them the Apocalypse Tour sent you and make sure you commission her. She does amazing work. Keep listening and thank you.